doing it live. We're doing it live, Matt McConkie. How are you? Really I haven't good. seen you in weeks. I know. It's so good to be back mm. in the studio with you, mm. with Dana, with Ryan slash Sam, with Faye farting up the joint. Uh-huh. It's just like old times, and I love it. Um, I have a show recommendation for you. Lay it on me. That you wait. Actually, before I give that to you, have, yeah. you, have you even watched London Spy yet? No. Get the f- out of here! Wow, Dave. They made a show specifically for you. I, they engineered something for an audience of one, and the audience member is you. Where do I find this show? I don't know. Online, you can find it anywhere. London Spy. Fine. Okay. But anyway, aside from that, well, that's what I'm doing. Don't right? don't take this recommendation until you take that one. But this is for everybody else who has seen London Spy. Scam. I keep hearing how great Scam is. Yeah, Norwegian show that uh, is. I guess there's there's also a U.S. version that's for Facebook Watch. I think that I no. I, I have not seen, but it's a good way to get me not to watch your show. <laughs> the Norwegian <laughs> version is out there. There's four seasons. You can watch all of them at Daily Motion and just jump into season three. Okay. Start with season three. Season three is the gay season. Okay. Season three is, this is not a spoiler, but a, you know, like a star-crossed lovers, uh, two boys Uh in, I guess they're in high school. Um, And all I can tell you is that whatever Call Me By Your Name made you feel about longing and um, first loves and all that stuff pales in comparison to season three of Scam. Wow. Even if you're watching it on your goddamn phone. Okay. Watch I'm it. sold. So much of gay Twitter has been going on about scam and scam Italia and scam, you know, whatever, the Spanish one. And I, oh, I, I don't even know any, I, I knew none of them except for this one. Yeah. There's different versions. I'm told. Okay. But I think I, maybe that is what is, I'm finding overwhelming. For some reason, I just haven't like taken the step towards finding out how I can put it in my eyeballs, but I haven't. Yeah, I'll send you a link and you, I'm telling you, I was almost late today because I couldn't, I started when I woke up and couldn't stop watching and I was in my pajamas and I barely got in the shower to get here. Wow. Okay. Fine. A fine recommendation. I am just back from South by Southwest. Yeah. How was the rest of your experience? It was, it was great. We did, uh, after we, after, uh, our little engagement with Lance Bass. Yes. Uh, in front of a live studio audience at the Austin Convention Center. Uh, we then went to the Paramount Theater right around the corner and they did the, uh, the premiere of, uh, the boy band con, the Lou Perlman story, mm-hmm. which, uh, which he talked about a little bit, uh, on the show, which is a documentary about the guy who started in sync and the Backstreet Boys and then robbed them blind yep. and maybe groped them. And, uh, and it was great. It went over really well. It's a really well done documentary. And then, uh, Lance and Joey Fatone. Ooh. And Lance's mom and the the director and one of the producers did a little Q&A. You still put Joey Fatone and Lance Bass in front of uh, people, and people kind of go a little crazy. Yeah. There's some residual in-sync mania in the air. I think you also you throw a Dave Holmes in there, and that, that soaks a fire. It, it might connect it back to, you know, to the show that they watched in their formative years, but certainly they are— I mean, it's it's just them. They're electric. Hmm. Uh, uh, the, both of their uh, fashion senses are still very much on point. Oh, yeah, good. Yep. They, uh, well, there's how, a shine. There's a shimmer to every outfit. And I saw. I mean, Lance looked great. I sure. got a good. I did not get a look at Joey. Yeah, Joey was working kind of a uh, uh, like a bumblebee sort of a color palette. Ooh, I'm talking the movie. 
you know, yellows uh-huh. and blacks. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, a, a big uh, baseball cap that can easily be moved to the side, you know, in a jaunty late sure, 90s, sure, sure. early aughts way. Big sneakers. Um, he uh, he was great. And, of course, he is fully, like, he's embraced the, the sort of middle-age, like, uh, you know, former boy bander thing of, like, I'm just going to host a show on the Game Show Network. And that's my thing. Lives mostly in Orlando. Wow. Occasionally here to like, he'll, he'll like come here. He's like, oh, I'm coming in a couple of weeks. We're going to shoot 130 episodes of this show that I do for the Game Show Network <laughs> in nine days or whatever. Oh my God. And then I'll uh, go on back. And that'll be, he'll, he'll make his year essentially doing, sure. the, you know, a week yeah. on the Game Show Network. And then, yeah. he's, and then he's set. And then he can go to Orlando and have a, you know, full basketball court in his house and his uh, mortgage will be less than my rent. Not a bad way to live. It's, listen, you, sometimes you got to listen to a Joey Fatone and get the wisdom. Hmm. For how to go through life. Uh, I will say being at a massive um, uh, festival takes its toll on the body. How so? Uh, You are constantly, you're just always at someone's party, right? You're at Mm -hmm. someone's barbecue or party or corporate marketing activation. So the drinks are are free flowing and, and free of charge. And then it's like some, some kind of queso or taco or Uh barbecued thing in your mouth. Um, I did not until the very last day after I left the InSinkers behind get to hop on a bird scooter and go into East Austin and just go and see bands that yeah, I'd never yeah, heard yeah. of before and have that experience, which I did, which was great. My uh, my recommendations include uh, a duo called Illiterate Light, who I really liked a lot. Okay, They only have like six songs out on iTunes and Spotify, but I love them. Uh, Cautious Clay. Okay. Um and who else did I love? Oh, uh, and they've been around forever, but I just, they've passed me by. The OCs. Really enjoyed them. Great. And I, I, I love being around uh, people in their early 20s with creative tattoos. <laughs> you know? Do, have you ever been uh, compelled to get a tattoo yourself? Absolutely by not. Absolutely not. I can't imagine you with one. I can't imagine me with one. I'm surprised that you have one. I do have one. Yeah. It's embarrassing. But yeah. the nice thing about it is that it's on my back and I forget about it and I don't see it. Well, it's, it's very subtle. out of mind. It's yeah, too subtle because it was not well done and it's very faded. When did you do it? What uh, compelled you? I got a red star because my high school best friend, Sarah Deering, was getting a blue star. And oh. we wanted to get something that was compliment. Red was my favorite color. Blue is hers. She got it fully middle, small of her back. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I opted for like left shoulder blade. Um, and I was, I guess, 18. And this was summer between during like a break from college. We were in Ohio being camp counselors together and uh-huh. um, and partying a lot. And, uh, you know, I, the, it, it, there's no story. There's no beyond that. There's just a tiny that's, tattoo. That's just a tiny tattoo that is so faded that it looks pink, mm-hmm. which I don't hate. Right. Um Anyway, that's my amazing tattoo story. Uh, did you tell your mother? I didn't because my, my mom is – I grew up with truly no rules and she, and no – but that was one thing that she always – only because of, you know, obviously the, the permanence of it and that she didn't want me to regret it. And we were in an old Navy and I tried on a sweater without putting it in the dressing room and then I pulled it back off and my shirt came up. And uh-huh. she was like, what is on your back, young man? And she said, oh, I think it's kind of cute. And she, you know, it was oh. over. Similar thing when I went on senior trip and uh, I had my friend John Cooper and I were blackout drunk and wandering on one of those disgusting t- tourist stores in Myrtle Beach. 
he'd been talking about getting an earring all week. I'd been making fun of him all week. That was one of those nights. Fully blacked out, woke up in the morning, and I had an earring. Oh. Ear. We, John and I had both gotten earrings. Luckily, I did not keep that around. An earring in this on this face, not what you want. Doesn't work. It would not. Yeah, it, yeah, that would not suit you. No, not one bit. Um. Anyway, wait. More importantly, yes. How was your birthday? Oh, thank you. It was very nice. I was on a plane for most of it. But oh, then I but then I landed in St. Louis. I share a birthday with my brother. My birthday, my brother and I have the same birthday eight years apart. Oh. So we uh the whole family went out to dinner in St. Louis. Um, I got a lovely gift card from some of my nieces, uh, my nieces and their uh boy well, husband and fiance. Um, ate a nice big meal and uh, went the hell to bed. It was nice. It's uneventful. Right. We're going to celebrate further uh, uh, location TBD after the marathon. I'm doing the LA Marathon on Sunday. LA Marathon is this Sunday? It's this Sunday. <gasps> Matt, I'm not ready. I am not ready at all. At all. Well, the LA Marathon doesn't get as much heat as it the New York Marathon. It so it, it has it really stuck up on us. It definitely has. I've been a little cocky with my training. Um, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> And are you See. running with friends? Well, I mean, we're all going to be running it together. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think like pace for pace. I don't think we're going to keep up with one another. Right. Nobody you can count, count on to dice. be with you for the whole. No, 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 probably not. But you'll be celebrating somewhere after you cross the finish line. If I am not in the hospital, I uh-huh. will be celebrating somewhere. I will be on a giant chair. I want people fanning me. I want people bringing me drinks and cheeses. And uh, yeah, I want to be I want to be celebrated properly. So that's going to happen Sunday, guys. Great location TBD. Okay? I'll be there, and all listeners, you're all invited too. Absolutely, of course. Uh, our guest this week is a Dynamo. Yes, uh, she is. Uh, she she's. I from the second she walked in, it was like, oh, this is oh, here's our friend. Right. Yeah. This Amazing. is our friend and a star. And an absolute superstar in the making. She's a comedian named Sydney Washington. And she's coming up. <laughs> Matt, do you remember the days when you were just ready to go at a moment's notice? Barely. I'm so old. I know. Me too. I also remember a lot of bad decisions from that time in my life. Mm. But that's not important right now, Matt. Let's talk about a good decision. How about it? You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in the old sack with BlueChew.com. Yes, BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you just know they work. Dave, by the way, if I ever have kids, Viagra and Cialis, gorgeous names for twins. Really? Male or female gorgeous. or anything in between. Yeah. Anyway. I like that. It'll stand the test of time. You can take these pills anytime, day or night. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as regular old pills. And this is not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance. Uh-huh. A lot of guys talk about a good game. But if you are one and done, Blue Chew can even help your follow-through for round two. Ooh, baby. Blue Chew is prescribed online. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, no more awkwardness. It's made in the USA. And Blue Chew prepares and ships direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Listen, we could sell you on this all day, but I'm just going to repeat it. Round two. Yeah. Can't even remember the last time I had a round two. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code HOMO. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code HOMO to try it free. Shabbat-a-doo, shabbat-a-doo. 
We're back with Sydney Washington. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you? Ah, feeling so good. Uh, We're all um, getting the pop chips out of our teeth. That's exactly mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. Forcing everybody. Perfect uh-huh. timing to for everybody to eat some chips. Definitely. Let's get some mouth noise. <laughs> we got we got a Trina baddest bitch T-shirt. I do. I definitely do. She. They had the reunion. Um, Love and Hip Hop Miami, and uh, Trick Danny said there would be no Trina without Trick, and that's unheard of in my mm. life. I don't understand. All I know is Trina. I don't know Trick. I don't listen to his music. I only listen to her. No, no he's not. Is he endured. the baddest boss? No, I, what no, is he? I guess. I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where you see a man talking to a woman that's clearly y'all are on either the same level or she's higher. And it's just like, have some respect. I would never say that. That would never come out of my mouth like, I made you. That's, yeah. Who are you? Especially if you if you have to say that because you know that you are not and never will be as famous as yes. the woman. Then yes, it's like, what it is. Maybe just remain quiet. Yeah. Although we're talking about him. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it works. Well, I mean, honestly, because of her. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What were his songs? Was he Nan? Um, yes. They did do the You Know Nan. And great song, but it's all about Trina. Her Her verse is the best. And so is she like all, your all time favorite? No, but I'm going to, I'm just going to push her because obviously they're doing a reunion and reunions are all about drama, but I just, I can't stand somebody saying I made you. Right. Especially in this industry. Like without the person being talented and amazing, you can't make them out of nothing. No. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of course not. They have to give you something. So who are your all time faves in My, music? In in music, it's I mean they're kind of like coming out as predators and rapists. It's just like I don't shit. I can't imagine who you're. Oh right 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 right. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say any names because then like, you know, months later something comes out and it's like oh Beyonce. No, it's just like <laughs> no. I no, it would never. That would never happen. But um, whole building just caught on fire. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh the the hive. They're coming. They're coming. So sorry. No, but I I truly enjoy Beyonce as a performer. Um, she gives you hits. She gives you performance. I mean, she still is in a whole relationship, and it's not bringing her down. You yeah. know how some people get married, and you're like, ah, oh, that's it. Yeah. You're done. You can't move forward. And it's all about you and this married person. But it's still Beyonce. You're still hearing her songs like, oh, you're hurt still. You know what I mean? He cheated and we feel that. It's great. Yeah. Solange just dropped a sick album. It is a very sick album. Her album is like, let me go read. Like that's her music is like, let me get my intelligence up. Yeah. Let me get a vibe, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's not the music that I'm like, oh, I'm going to be blasting this in, in the club. It's not club music. Yeah. But it's just like, oh, let me get the right people at this situation and let's let's hold hands. Yeah. It's so Let's have a seance a little bit. And, yeah. It's and it, 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 the most amazing thing about her is that she has proven herself to be so much more than Beyonce's sister. I can't imagine a bigger shadow to live. Ugh, by, you know, nightmare. But – not a nightmare, She's, but it's just like, yikes. Yeah. Well, it would be very easy to coast and have an okay career. I, right. Speaking of siblings and child molesters, I just learned <laughs> today. Do you know that there was a Rebby Jackson? Rebby. Rebby? Centipede. What? Are yeah. you just learning about Centipede? I just learned this, and I consider myself a fan of the Jackson family. And Sydney, I, do you know about Rebby? No. 
How did, so how did you come to find this out about This was in Rudy? a text thread where we were talking about which Jacksons it was okay to still like. And, uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> and somebody said, I just saw this, the word R-E-B-B-I-E. Rebe Jackson. I, I thought it was a typo, like Debbie with an R. And he's like, no. <laughs> Rebe Jackson. Okay. Explain. So, okay. In the wake of Thriller, suddenly every Jackson got a deal. Right. Because I mean, because there was no there's still never been anybody as big as Michael Jackson in 1983. Right. Right. I mean, it was just I mean, even Beyonce, it's like it kind of pales in comparison. Right. 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 It was the monoculture. Everybody loved it. So Latoya got a deal and Janet got her early deal. Which the first couple albums not super great, but mm-hmm. you know whatever. She obviously had talent. Watch your mouth. She enjoyed, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but then she did fame, and she did all that. Whatever. Right, right, right. I mean, she had already sort of you know had a career before, but she you know right. um, Jermaine already sort of had a career, but he got a, a, a bump up, and then Rebe got an album. I don't remember what the album is called. It might be Centipede, but the single was definitely Centipede. Okay, and it made it to like number thirty nine or something. Centipede. It, centipede. <laughs> And it's and it's like crawling like a centipede. And then there was like a backing vocal that could conceivably have been Michael, but probably wasn't. Uh. It was in his style. And I think it was just because of that that she made the top. Okay. The video, uh, we'll post this, but the video, <laughs> the video for Centipede will blow your goddamn mind. Now I'm it like is, ready to get on YouTube quick. Yeah. It's amazing. Because it's you know that it's a total cash in. They yes. made it for like nothing. It's like a work of art in a museum comes to life and it's Rebe Jackson and she's the centipede but not real. Like it's very crazy. Oh, they were like, we are going to cut all the corners and yes. uh, we want to keep all the cash. Yes. So, yeah. That is correct. Production, no budget. Yeah. Got it. Solange could have been a Rebe. She chose not to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things. It's just like you gotta wait your turn. You got yeah. not your turn, but there's always waves, and you know, it, being Beyonce's sister, you could be in the shadows. You could be like Destiny's Child, the yes. other like replaceable people. Mm-hmm. But she held on, and she's like, "I know my style. I know what I am. It's gonna come. All I needed was what." Jay-Z in that elevator. Pop, pop, pop. Yes. That's how she came through. It was just like you need one little chaotic moment. And then it's like, wait, hold up. Solange is the shit. Mm -hmm. And she fights for her sister. Yeah, she's not even trying to escape the identity of being behind. She's leaning all the way in. Oh, you have to. People need to stop holding back. You know what I mean? Whatever you are, Mm -hmm. fall into it. You know what I mean? I'm a a put-together mess. You know what I mean? Like, I look like this, and you see my bag, and you're like, is that a sandwich from two weeks ago? What's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, like, everything is in my purse. Uh-huh. And if it falls out, it's like, that's me. I'm an open purse. That's what I am. You do look so polished and put together. Honey, really do. that's what I am. And then you're like, wait, are you missing a tooth? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. And I can't wait to get my TV teeth, bitch, because, listen, you think I'm crazy now? Wait till all my teeth are really white, and all my teeth are there. I'm looking at the most gleaming movie star smile I've ever seen. So I don't know. Ah, you know, because I've practiced. (laughs) I've seen pictures where I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that's not the one. That ain't it. That's not it." (laughs) I had a root canal recently, so oh, yeah. I know it's gross. That's another sign of like you don't have it together. Well, I mean, people get root canals. That's not. Sometimes you just got to get them. Well, I mean, it's. That means that's bad dental hygiene, right? Well, the real problem is if you need a root canal and you're not getting one. That's mm. when things are are tough. Honey, that yeah. was me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I had a dead tooth. Tooth 
like partially fell out. Then the whole tooth was like, it's got to go. And then I had a root canal. And the dentist just kept looking at me. Shout out to Teeth by Keith. He was just like, you know what? Just looking at you, this just doesn't add up. It's like, oh, man, this is me. This is me. Just letting the tooth just fall out. So that was, so the tooth thing was like a physical manifestation of like stuff that was happening in, in, absolutely, in your life, right? absolutely, yes. It and, was, it, it, and I feel like I've become a better person now that that tooth is out. Oh, interesting. It was just like old me. Gone. Well, so who was old you? Oh, old me was like, hmm, not that confident, not that for sure of myself. Uh, I was a waitress for ten years, so it's just like you get caught up in that lifestyle. I'm sober now, so like I feel like I have to still be the life of the party. And that tooth fell out, and it's like, bitch, if you want to take a nap, take a nap. Go to bed. You don't have to be out. You know what I mean? You don't have to always tell jokes at the at this boring ass conversation. Just just be like, well, that's what we're talking about right now. Tapestry, I guess. <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. You know? Talk tapestry if you need to. Talk or tapestry. Or is that a is that a new pod? <laughs> Talk, Talk tapestry. tapestry with Cindy. Sydney. Sydney, yeah. When you move to LA, that'll be the name of your podcast. I love it. It's coming. It's coming. I feel it. So what are the ethics now of listening to a Michael Jackson? Can you do it? Well, people not. They're not gonna stop. Because right. it's like one, he's dead. Yeah. So all of this stuff is coming out and I get it and it's like Thank you for informing us, the more you know. But he's gone, so he can't really battle this. It's one of those things where you're just like, ah, well. That's why people just got to die. If anything is happening that you're like, yo, this is shady. I didn't ruin some lives. Tap out. Gotta go. Right. Gotta go. So then I'm not going to have to have to deal with this. I'm not going to get the repercussions of all of this madness. And then if you are already great and you have art out there, people will still support it. Mm -hmm. And then your art will live on and your pedophilia won't. Yeah. I mean, it will. It will. will. Right. And that's why I'm like, R. Kelly, you got to go. Just pass away, sir. Yeah. (laughs) And all of this madness will be gone. (laughs) I was at a, a very suburban, uh, a bar. I was at home in St. Louis over the weekend, and there was just this total suburban like burger and a beer place, and they have the the internet jukebox, and somebody put on the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out of the kitchen, and it was wall to wall white people, and everybody loved it and sang along, and in my head I was like, you can't do this, you know, because of the the allegations and everything, right. And then I looked around and I was like, nobody here is going to notice. Not, they don't care. This they is not care. a conversation you're going to have in the suburbs of St. Louis with your you know golf polo tucked into your. Yeah. Dockers, you know, like how many, you know, sweet teas have they had? Like how many drinks have they, are they in where they're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to really rationally talk about R. Kelly and his allegations. Nobody, nobody, you know? And also it's, I, I feel like music is so important to people. Like things have changed in their lives because of people's albums. So they feel so connected that they're ready to like fight and support and it's just like there's other music out there dude there's other graduation music i don't know what song per se but there's gotta be crazy in love can we do that at a graduation show yeah i'll walk down the aisle so crazy right now no yeah absolutely there's a there's a genuine song that i'm like oh i could have sex to that sure who cares about r kelly yeah, let's move on. Are you guys not on board? Okay. I'm, I'm totally on board. I'm totally on board. I'm totally on board, except I do like the remix to uh-huh. I get it. Out the kitchen. It's, yeah. 
Yeah. I would like to listen to it one more time and one just say more goodbye. Time. Once we, more. We should have that party, like, say goodbye yes. to our Kelly music party. Yeah. We all come from <laughs> all over the world, and we just play the whatever songs, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Can one I day. Tell you, can I tell you how gay I am? How gay? In my mind, that's a spin class. Ah! Oh, we do it in the spin studio. Yikes. That's a great way to do it, actually. That's a good themed ride Yikes. right there. Final <laughs> last time for these songs. There's no, no farewell to MJ. Uh, it's not happening because it's just not happening they will not they're not gonna let go I remember I saw a documentary where it and it wasn't about him being a pedophile where he went to was it Tokyo people were fainting oh this is it the, fainting, this is it. Oh, yeah. fucking out of their mind like whew, like we need the ambulance they're out cold like that has not happened to Beyonce right it's just just saying like sure. that has not happened to Elton John no I don't even think that's happened to Prince. It probably happened Maybe. to Prince. You think? Maybe yeah. What yeah. about the Be- probably the Beatles? The new Definitely kids on the, the block Beatles. for sure. Yeah, the kids on the block. Yes, all the yes, boy yes, bands. Yes, yes. All yeah. the boy yeah. bands. You're right. You're right. But that's almost you almost have to give that like an asterisk because mm-hmm. it's yeah. like performance enhancing drugs, like performing for like twelve year old girls. Right, 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 right. right. It's, it's easier to make people faint. Yes. But yeah, Michael Jackson made grown people faint all the time. Yeah, like they could not. They were screaming to the top of their lungs. I had a Michael Jackson doll. It was like the same size as the as Ken, and so I could I would have a Barbie session, and he would be one of the main characters. Wow! And then I had Wizard of Oz dolls that were Barbie, meaning like they're in the general same size range as Barbies, but they're all they all looked like they were kind of a different species of human because they were all taller and like bigger and thicker. And the Gem and Holograms doll, same thing. She was like her head was much larger. Her like arms and legs are like much bigger. Is that a good story, guys? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm listening. I'm there. I'm here. Yeah, I'm thinking of storylines for following. all these different. Were you species. A, a Barbie kid? Oh yes, I was really? really a Barbie kid. I was such a Barbie kid that I used to go to the store and steal Barbie clothes. I wouldn't steal the Barbies. I would steal the clothes because I was like, my 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 Barbies are gonna have looks. Oh, and really? I yeah. was stealing down every Sunday after church. <laughs> I would steal Barbie clothes and I would put them in my pantyhose and, uh, you know, from wedding dresses to like little picnic outfits. Honey, the the Barbies will live. Well-dressed Barbies. Well-dressed Barbies. And then I got caught, obviously, and um, I got escorted out of the store and Mm -hmm. my auntie was so embarrassed because we would go every Sunday. We would go every Sunday to pack and save and this was in Oakland, and they everybody knew her. She was, like, iconic. And so she had been there for years, and so finally I got caught, and it was just like, oh, no. well, you can't come back for a while. You know that. Oh, no. So she would go food shopping, and I would have to sit in the car. And she's old, so, you know, she took her time. <laughs> she took her time. So I was in the car, like, wow, should have never stole those Barbie clothes. But it was mm-hmm. worth it. Well, you packed. Yeah. And I did. You say it. I did. Yeah, you I did. It back and say. I mean, you followed instructions <laughs> to the letter. I love that you would be in church thinking, "What Barbie clothes am I going to steal?" No, 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 no. Church was always about church, and then oh, okay. when I got out of church, the devil was in me. So that's what it was. <laughs> Don't you dare do that, church. I was, I was very involved. I was like an acolyte. I was an usher. I was in uh, children's Sunday school. I was all of that, and I was a pillar of the community. And then I would go to pack and save. And pack pack my pantyhose. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is church still part of your life? Absolutely not. 
Mm. Absolutely not. It's okay. just, no, I, I can't. I obviously believe in a higher power, you know, when things are shaky, I'm talking to the Lord down, but yeah, I'm not going to church. Cause it's just like, I've, I've been to Hillsong, mm-hmm. which is like church cults. The Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're wearing like all saints leather jackets mm-hmm. and like really nice sneakers and they got like neck tattoos. It's weird. What is its typical Hillsong service like? I mean, they got this, like, Jennifer Lopez waiting for Christ music playing. And, you know, everybody's got that, like, Christian, like, sway. They're, like, swaying. Um, You know, it's overwhelming because it's huge. It's like a mega, mega church. And, I mean, everybody looks cool. Everybody looks good. Cult. Cult. Hmm. When everyone is attractive, I don't trust it. Nope. You can't. You're telling me there's nobody in a wheelchair here. Nobody? Mm-hmm. Nobody with a lazy eye? Yeah, <laughs> this is not the church for me. Yeah. It's weird. Did you, was there a moment with the church that you grew up with where you said no more? Um, I left Oakland when I was 13 and then I moved to New York. And it's just like church is different in New York. Like you got to get on a train. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, we're not doing that. Like I would, they would drive to church and we'd get up and it would be a thing. In New York, it's like, am I getting up on a Sunday? The train's not even running. Right. Right. We're not going to make it. Right. And there's not like, in Harlem, there are churches like every other block, like liquor stores and whatnot. But yeah, I just didn't feel compelled to go. So after, so after like so many years, it's just like, I'm not going to church. Uh-huh. Does anything take the place of that now in your life or does anything fill whatever that filled as a kid i don't know like faith i have to have faith i have to especially dealing with depression it's just like you have to believe in something to keep going because it's just like so scary it gets real dark and um you know i don't necessarily say hey i have to be a christian or a catholic or whatever to to believe in something but um i think it's just my faith i think i'm generally just believing that there's a reason to keep going. And like, even on your darkest days, there's a reason to push. Mm. Yeah. This is also a very sober person here. So like, this is where I'm at right now. Uh-huh. I'm, very put together. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a year and six months. So it's just like, you have to think like this in order to have a good day. I mean, congratulations. That's, Thank that's, you. That's, that's, that's a good huge. Of time. Thanks so much. But I would imagine that that, that, that sobriety in a way becomes its own form of, spirituality. Yes. Yes. But I, I I will say that people who, you know, not, I I don't want to say meetings per se, but they put, it's very religious when you go to a meeting. And I I believe you have to have this higher power. Yes. But everything doesn't have to come down to the Lord now. You know what I mean? Not everything. I know that I know that I am powerless against like, you know, drugs and alcohol, but I can't just be saying the Lord every other day. It's too much. It's not my vocab. That's not how I'd, I say you're doing the Lord's work, but that's like funny. It's not, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not real. <laughs> yeah. So what then keeps you, uh, keeps you sober in your daily life? Mm, old pictures. Yeah. I run through old pictures and I'm like, ah, girl. What are you seeing in those old pictures? Fucking uh, Coke around my nose, like nostrils, just like, 
You just zoom in and you're like, is that a booger? Oh, no, that's Coke. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nobody told me. I'm full on in a, at a birthday party. Just ring around the nosy. Wow. <laughs> this is rough. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. and then you're so wasted that your eyes are always like bedroom eyes. But it's like, no, those are blackout. That's blackout right. eyes. That's mm-hmm. not like sultry at all. And then, yeah, it was, it's, mainly, it's mainly pictures to remind myself like you were a hot, crunchy mess. You don't want to do that again. You got too much on the line. Before, it was like, you know, if I die today, whatever, because, you know, I haven't accomplished anything, but I've worked so hard. So it's just like, you got to stay in order. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's too much. I owe too many people right now mm. to not stay on track. That's how I feel. And I feel like they feel like that too. <laughs> the IRS is like, bitch, you cannot relapse. You gotta pay us. <laughs> the reason why you did not pay us is because you were wasted. Yeah. And now I'm sober. Like, I still don't want to pay y'all. Yeah. <laughs> is the IRS listening? Oh, oh always. Oh, yeah, big, oh, big queer IRS listener. Yikes. Him, I think. No. Imagine if the IRS is run by <laughs> the gays. <laughs> Imagine. Well, yeah, well, first of all, the aesthetics would look very. I mean, the paperwork is so it's so stark. So stark. Yeah, yeah, it could really use just a little pop of color. Yeah, we could clean that up. It's Real garbage. Nice. <laughs> I don't um, like the font. Let's take a little break, and we'll be back with former hot crunchy mess, <laughs> Sydney Washington. <laughs> Every plate. Every meal you make, every step you take, every plate. We'll be eating you? Yeah. I don't That's Well, we've just, we've done it. We've come up with every plate's perfect theme song. Exactly. Weird Al, watch out. Experience full plates and fuller wallets with every plate, America's best value meal kit. Every plate dinners are the cheaper, healthier, healthier alternative to takeout or delivery. Other mm-hmm. dinner options, they cost around $10 per serving, but every plate offers five chef-designed recipes each week from only $4.99 per serving. $4.99? Why, that's as much as I pay for my daily cup of coffee, Matt. Exactly. Wow. Their recipes are easy to follow, and they come together in just about 30 minutes, so you can get more time to enjoy good food with your fam. And you'll never buy more ingredients than you need because every place recipes come with everything already pre-measured. Mm-hmm. So they do the meal planning, the shopping, the prepping for you. That means no time, no stress, no guesswork. Mm. That's all gone. You know what I love is that every plate comes in a tiny little bag. Not one of these giant boxes where every single thing is in a different bag. So right. you know that the the thing of garlic goes with the, this thing and the shallot goes with that thing. Right. They put it all in one little tiny bag together and they trust you to uh, identify a red onion when yeah. you see one. You can I'm an use adult. your eyeballs. I can do that. I can do that. You don't need to hold my hand. Uh, and it's great meals too. They've, uh, they've broadened my horizons in my kitchen. My, mine too. And you know that I hate cooking and talking about cooking, but now mm-hmm. I, that is, my, my relationship with food has literally been transformed by every plate. Wow. And yours can too. Mm-hmm. Six free meals across your first three weeks. That's the word first. I just said it that way and I don't know why. And free shipping on your first first delivery. Go to everyplate.com and enter code HOMO6. We're drunk from the wine that we had with our Every Plate meal. That's right. Wine not included yet. But this offer equates to one-third off each of your first three boxes when you go to everyplate.com and enter code HOMO6. (laughs) 
It is a nightmare. You've, you've got wow. That's you got the picture. So much. Are we rolling, Ryan? Are we gonna- okay, that video was like you know when you get money and uh-huh. you don't know what to do. Yes, and you're just like, but I'm a star. Yes, I'm a need. 30 men yeah. in suits. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tiger. Yes. I need a cobra. <laughs> I need sequence. I need a yeah. mansion. Mm-hmm. I need smoke. Yeah. I need a a, por- a painted portrait yes. of myself. Of myself. Yes. And then somebody um, says to you, excuse me, Reb, Reb, but there's no centipedes in centipedes. And you say, I don't care. care. Doesn't matter. This is my music video. Yeah. Folks, in the break, we watched the first half of the video of Reby Jackson's uh, centipede, which is truly amazing. I think you can agree. It had everything except direction. It's yes. like, which, uh-huh. what are we doing? What yeah. is this? What's going on? And just to remind you, the first few lines, it, it begin, there's a cold open and it's in a museum and the museum docent is like, and now our museum's most prized painting, Centipede, the painting of a woman with true grace and beauty. Tonight, she will come to life. And then that's all, like, wait, wouldn't- And Rebe, like, like in a trance, like, reaches toward the painting and then sort of becomes it. And then becomes a centipede. But then the thing with her hands, I was like, yeah. that's, your hands movement doesn't feel like centipede. No. Yeah. It feels like you're, like, Dracula or something. Yeah. I don't know. It just was weird. Yeah. And she, in the video, is a tiger who yeah. becomes a woman. And then there's a centipede. And I don't know what centipede is supposed to represent anyway. I don't know either. When the centipede is hot, like, why would you want the centipede <laughs> to be, to be hot? hot. <laughs> I don't understand any of it. Michael but I love definitely it. didn't direct or give her any kind of help. He was just no. like, okay, here's no, the no. money, boo. Do yeah. what you want to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, like, for this museum, like, why is your prize painting so bad? Yeah. <laughs> it's She's, not a good painting. And the funny thing is, she spent all her money on the tiger. Yeah, I think it's, she did. It's, tr- it's, oh, yeah. it's obvious. I think she did. Yeah, like, that would that would later come back in Michael Jackson's black or white video. Yeah, or no, or was that a panther? I don't know. Remember that, or he turns into the the yeah. right. It's something they Did use. You, they yeah. definitely used it again. They yeah. were like, they bought the whole thing, and they were like, well, we're just going to keep it. Yeah. at Neverland, and then use it for something else. Were you there for the uh, the premiere of Black or White in ninety? One or two or did whatever they it was. Did they show it on TRL? No, they no, did no, it on, no, no, this no. way before TRL. Yeah. They, but they did it in prime time on like on Fox, I want to say. Okay. I yeah. vaguely remember this. Yeah. Probably. It's the only time they showed oh, the whole Oh, that's right. Thing, I'm thinking. He, like, broke up a bunch of cars right, and kept right, grabbing right. his dick. And, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the song he did with his sis, with Janet. Scream. Scream. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That yeah. was on that TRL. Was, yeah. That was there. That was, yeah, MTV did yes. something around it. Yeah. Oh, no. It was a, the most it was expensive the, video of all time. Mm-hmm. But why? I don't know. Was it the latest? Just because they were both in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, it, they, Their fee. They spent all the money on them. Yeah. Right. Worth it. Worth every yeah. penny. Yeah, Michael, absolutely. my boyfriend still talks about how when that was a thing and he was in, I don't know, middle school or whatever, he would always try to do the choreography and how he like actively injured his knees multiple times <laughs> trying to do the thing where that, you know, because yeah. they just, ju- they go yeah. straight from standing to knee and sliding forward on the knees and stuff. And I don't think he was yeah. built for that. A mortal person on a regular floor. The kids, lo- the kids love Michael. Lord knows. Mm-hmm. And he loved them. Oh, I'm oh, so sorry. Yikes. No. <laughs> well, we got it out of the way. We did. We did. <laughs> yeah. So, Sydney, what is. Uh, let's pivot to your personal life. Okay. What's your current dating relationship status? I got a whole ass girlfriend. Oh. Just a whole girl, you know? Whole girl. And um, we live together. I actually stay with her because living means that I'm paying rent and I'm not. Uh, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> I'm not paying rent because I can't. It's a lot. 
I'm sure you're not, earning your way and your however one I don't know. She should kick me out. But <laughs> <laughs> she knows the potential I'm working towards being able to pay all of the rent. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm working. I have a goal. The goal is to take care of her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take care of myself. Take care of her. And I'm I'm working very hard and she sees it. She's playing the long game then. She's investing she in is. her future. She is. She knows. She knows I'm a star. I'm a star like uh, Rebe. Uh, <laughs> no, you, no, you outshine Rebe. Uh, yeah. Right already. Just on this podcast, I'm better. Um, no, but yeah, I've been with her for four years. It's going on. It'll be five in August. Oh, that's great. And um, yeah, it's been eye-opening and just it made me realize how selfish I am and how uh, I have a lot to work on and unconditional love because mm. I I don't think I realized that until I met her. Wow. Yeah. It, it was so her? hard to come out of my mouth and be like, <laughs> until I met Adrian, I didn't even know who I was. Um, I met her at Central Park. Hello. Get out. Look at that gay rom-com happening. Come on. Where? I, uh, Central Park, baby. I know, but like by the fountain, at the, um, the boathouse, where? I was at Summer Stage, which is like, yeah. you know, the little, little concerts and whatnot. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was by the beer because I was drinking. And um, I looked to the side of me and there was her and her two friends. And I was like, I'll make out with all those girls. I said that out loud. And then they came towards me and I was like, oh, okay. I was, I was joking. Um, and at the time, I don't know. I was still dealing with men, dealing with them, you know, tolerating it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Uh, when I saw her, I was like, damn, she's really cute. She's, wow, okay. And then she clearly was interested in me because I'm outstanding. And I had just started, not started, just started comedy, but it was like maybe a year or two in. And I was like, I'm busy. I'm doing shows. And she's like, I love comedy. Lies. Wow. <laughs> okay. Anybody that says that they love comedy, no, they don't. And if they do, you should. You don't want to date somebody who loves comedy. What are you doing all day? Watching stand-up? Gross. Um, <laughs> AKA, I watch stand-up all the time. It's disgusting. Uh, so, yeah. She ended up coming to a show. Obviously, I killed it. And then, um, you know, I don't... Who remembers the rest? Who knows the rest? Uh, who was playing at Summer Stage? Um, my favorite DJ, Black Coffee. I love soulful house music. Um, he has a... He has a little arm, and he DJs his ass off, and he's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so was there a date after that first show? She wore me down. I definitely was ducking and dodging. Like, oh, I'm busy. I canceled a few times, and then there was this, the last time before I canceled, she was just like, yeah, if you're not trying to hang out, she put her foot down. And that's why I say, you, if you know what you want, get it. Wow. Don't be like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to, like, ask for too much Ask. You will never get what you want unless you ask. And if somebody's turned off by you asking, then you don't want to be with that person anyway. And you weren't turned off. You were uh, turned on, obviously. I, mean, I was, was turned on. It did it for you. I was turned on. I was ready. <laughs> but you know, you got to play hard to get sometimes. And also, I'm just, just hard to get. Like, I was an alcoholic running around. There was no way you were going to catch me. Uh, okay? Until the IRS caught me. Oop! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm sorry. My dog is actively oh. farting. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Is, uh, it's a, it's a, a chicken recipe. Yeah, I gave her treats. too many of these. That's what it is. Uh, so you've been together coming on five years. Yes. 
Uh, I've been sober for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, so you got sober within this relationship. Well, I, I was, I, I actually got sober four years ago. Yeah. But your girl fell off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody sure. got a little relapse. You got to dust yourself off and try again. That's what happened. And um, yeah, she, she was actually one of the first people to be like, "You actually have a problem, and you need to work on that." And I was like, "Everybody loses their keys. Everybody loses their money. What do you mean? Everybody falls out of cabs. It's like." Not a big deal. And then she was like, it actually is a big deal. And then, um, yeah, she gave me an ultimatum. Like, if you don't get it together, I'm I'm all set. Mm. And then I was like, I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop drinking. Stop drinking. And then I lost my job. And that was like, girl, you got to stop drinking. You got fired from a place called Riff Raffs. Get it together. <laughs> what was Riff Raffs? Fucking get it together. Exactly. What the fuck is Riff Raffs? Yeah. Up. It's closed. That's what it is. <laughs> it's shut down. <laughs> what Maybe was it's it? Because their star employee was gone. Hello. That's exactly what happened. Um, it was a nightclub. Uh-huh. It was like a tiki nightclub for uh, like overprivileged uh, teens, finance dudes, all that stuff, oh, and uh, made tons of money, tons yeah. and tons. Like, ugh, when I think about it, I'm like, what the fuck was wrong with me, man? Mm-hmm. Over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Wow. Yeah. Where is it? Don't know. <laughs> mm. Have no idea. Ten thousand of it on my chest. I will say that. Okay. Yes. Oh. Your girl got the tatas. That's what I got. I invested in myself. So my boobs are my Bitcoin. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What tell us about that decision? Um, pretty simple. My American apparel wasn't fitting the way I wanted to, you know, like at the dresses that I was wearing at work. I was like, you know, it would fix this tits. And then I always just was flat chested. I had like, um, you know, the double A batteries, you know, they have just like the little nub and then the the flat part. Uh-huh. I had that little nub. That's what I had. Yeah. Little, nub, little plus sign. That's uh-huh. what I had on my chest. And I was like, I'm not an adult. You know what I mean? I don't have no hips. I don't have no boobs. Like I got a face. Okay. <laughs> Just in case the listeners that, can't tell, yeah, no, I got face. They'll see that the face is there. Uh, but yeah, I didn't feel like a lady. I didn't feel like a woman, so I got boobs. But yeah, you got to do some research. You know what I mean? You can't get your breasts on sale, bitch. This is not Macy's. Not the area to economize. This is not clearance rack. Like you need to actually. Pay your pay full price, um, because they're not gonna do the best job. <laughs> they're just not. They're like, what is this payment plan? Tits, gross. Um, and yeah, that's what happened. And then I got them done again, and yeah, they're just. I'm still not happy. I'm waiting for that big check to come because I'm going back. Sure. I'm one of those people. I'm like one of those people who are obsessed with cars. You know, you 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 were like, I want a Maserati, and yeah. like, you actually only have money for a Fiat, <laughs> and then you get your Fiat, and you're like, I want a Mercedes Benz, and it's like, actually, you still just have money for a Fiat, and yeah, when I get that check, I'm gonna get my Maserati. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get my boobs done, and people are gonna be like, Oh, did you get some work done? I'm like, Yeah. yeah. Yes, I did. When I got them done, people just was like, Hey, Sydney, oh, that's not why I pay for boobs. Plastic surgery is for you to know. I hate those people who are like, I would have been natural. Ew, ew, gross. Who, can, you want quinoa on, as as boobs? No way. I don't want that. I want people to be like, damn, you just got work done. You want a drink? Like, you want the finest club soda or something like that? That's yeah. what I want. I have it in me, like, to get a, I, I wouldn't be getting a, a breast job, but. Yeah. Would you want some Botox? I want everything. What'd I want doing? a full yank. I want a full you want a face. face I want tra- I want all that. And my boyfriend is like, 
you can do whatever you want, but you have to tell me first. And yes. that has ruined it for me. Mm. <laughs> Why? Because it's like, cause I actually like it. I, I, I think in general, m- m- the, what m- the male aesthetic is a different thing. Altogether. It surely it, is. It's, a, it's its own thing. Absolutely. And, and, it, and, it, and men who visibly look like they have work done, I think is, that is not a look I'm interested in. Oh, good for you. But. But I, let's talk about Jeff Bezos. Yeah. But like he had work done and I'm still like, where? You right, know what I mean? Right. And, like, and that that appeals to me. I'm interested you in want people that? just being like, well, I don't want to look like Jeff Bezos. Okay. Because no, okay, no, 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 he's no. a billionaire looking like that. But That's I'm rude. saying, but I'm saying, it, but people not people people not noticing, people just being like, "Wow, you look good." Right, right, right. You want to look rested. Yes. You want to look. Yeah. You want to look fresh. Yeah, like, if you're on vacation. Yes, exactly. And uh, we need to ease up on the like young. Okay, like who wants to be 23? Like I, I barely knew where my clit was at 23. Like nobody wants to look 23. Right. You want to look established. You want to look like you take care of yourself, yeah. and you want to look refreshed yeah that's it that's yeah. all it is you guys is the centipede the clit ah Whoa. is that what oh, it is oh because it's on fire herpes yeah. yes centipede is hot. okay uh, i literally it is. just now in 2019 had that thought for the okay very is that what now i'm calling my clit now is that what that is it's kind of gross and i don't <laughs> is reby actually the greatest songwriter of uh <laughs> is she a feminist icon <laughs> Matt? Wow, we've learned a lot. Y'all really are a mess. Have. I love it. Did you did you um, get your augmentation in a re- while you were in a relationship? I sure did. I was, um, you know, straight at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the confidence of like a man that's five seven was just like, you know, I like you the way you are, and I was like. <laughs> You think these are for you? Baby, they are not. You live in a studio apartment. I'm trying. These tits are going to take me somewhere else. You know what I mean? Maybe two bedroom? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but it's definitely not. They're not for you. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So was it a decision you ran past anyone else or was it just purely your I mean, I had thought about it for so long. I wanted it. I wanted I just didn't. I didn't save money to do it. And finally, I made my mind up. And I was like, you have the money. You have the money. You keep making money. You can do it. And then I got them done, went the went to work the next week. It was like, girl, you need to take a month off. I was like, uh-uh. I still got to work. A month off is a long time. Yeah, but you should because it's really? like you had surgery. You have stuff in your chest. No. And underneath the muscle at that. Yeah. You shouldn't be lifting shit. You know? You should be a housewife. That's why they get it done because they're like, they got the time. Mm-hmm. They got the time. The nanny will pick up the kids. You got to let those tits, sw- you know, swell, not swell, but you you know what I mean. Yeah. You got to cool them off. Right. Now, do you always, how do you identify sex, sexuality wise? Or do you? I'm a full-time lesbian. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. The, the people are part-time with their sexuality and, you know, whatevs. But I just feel like people are so quick to be like, that's gay. That's bisexual. There's a... Being gay, you got to put in time. They're not just accepting anybody, okay? Like, that's what the straights do. Gays are like, okay, well, how many people have you been with? What, what, where do you work? What? They look at your credit score. Like, there's so many things. that You can switch your sexuality whenever you want right now, and that's cool. But I feel like you got to put in real time if you want to be gay. That's how I feel. You've clearly put in your time. Yeah, ah, you've done the ten thousand no, hours. Uh, uh-uh. no, no, no. I have people tell me all the time, like, oh, you never know, you might be back, and 
you don't know. And it's like, I am full blown sober, honey. I, I know what I want. I know that I don't like Thousand Island dressing and I know I don't like dick. There it is. When did you always know that? Um, well, I was, I had been drinking for so long that you kind of, my first person I kissed was a girl. First person I kissed was a girl. How old are you? I'm not going to say. Okay. Just know that I probably shouldn't have been kissing. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the person was there and we kissed. That's it. You know what I mean? And then, uh, you know, I got older, I hooked up with girls and then it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this feels safe. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but this feels good. And with guys, I felt like I thought I knew what I was doing. It's like, you don't know what you're doing. Nobody yeah. really knows what they're doing in sex. And people need to be more honest about that. It's all about the, oh, my God, I was so good. It's like, was he? Come on. Mm. Like, you're talking to me. You can't be that good. You're having a conversation with me. You just had sex two hours ago. No way. That's not good sex. Good sex is like, I'm out for the week. <laughs> I can't speak to no one's. <laughs> Um, I don't know that I've had good sex then. I've never been out for yeah. a week. <laughs> I've had I've had like mind blowing sex. I will say, first time I hooked up with my girlfriend, I cried. Wow. Yeah. She's playing James Blake. I said, bitch, what in the witchery is going on? James Blake was playing and I mean, I don't she saw my soul. Sucked it out. <laughs> um, oh it was just so my, my jaw is on the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were, and we weren't even on a bed, baby. This is on a couch. You know what I'm saying? You oh. ever had your soul taken on a couch? I don't know. On a used couch taken. at that? Yeah, no. it was. It was crazy. The female orgasm is a powerful thing, man. Oh yeah. The centipede is centipede Shut is up. Hot. I will not have you slander the clit by calling <laughs> it a fucking centipede. Never, 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 never. <laughs> Doesn't look anything like it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, it was, it was beautiful. I, I cried and, uh, you know, I've cried during sex, but it's cause I was like, I'm going to leave here. You know what I mean? I don't have no money to go. One of those situations, like the sex is so bad. And how am I going? I got to catch a train now. Like, that's what it is. That's when I've been crying. But with my girlfriend, whew, she knew what she was doing. That's why I was like, oh, you've been gay for a long yeah. time. You know what I mean? This is not your first rodeo. What was it that initially attracted you to her? I don't know. She just like persistence. Just honest. You know, she kept hitting me up and she was there. And I was like, this is what I wanted a soulmate. Somebody who's just like, won't take no for an answer. <laughs> Did you have a type like just aesthetically before meeting her? Dust. That was my type. Uh -huh. Dusty. I mean, listen, if you were on a skateboard, if you didn't call your mother back, uh, if uh, your part of your ceiling was missing, um, if you used your corporate card on dates, like that was my type. Uh, and this yeah. is men or women or both? Women. Yeah. I like them wacky. Yeah. Like, yo, you about to get arrested tomorrow types. Oh, Just wow. real... Yeah, I I will say I'm not the best. I'm not a sommelier of like dating. I will I will say that. I was pretty bad. Oh. I'm glad that I'm freed from that. Uh-huh. It was a nightmare. That's why I was just like, you don't want to be, do you really want to be 23, 25 again? I was making all types of mistakes. If I do a show, it'll be 28. I'll do 28 over. Mm. I'll do that. Okay. So here I am on a podcast being honest, being like, I'm over 28. <gasps> Would not know it by looking at her. Nope. Aha. 
It's called a humidifier <laughs> in good genes. It is called the road of excess leading to the palace of wisdom. That's mm-hmm. what Ooh, it is. Oh, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Can we put that on a shirt? Yes. Some merch. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that's that a, that's, a, that's another name for your podcast. <laughs> Why? It's a little long, I guess. It yeah. is. It's long-winded, which They'll is also my to... brand. <laughs> I like, I love long-winded where you're like, what is the point? I Where are you going with this? It's very Reby. It is. It's going to be her when music you get, video. You think about it. That's it is. my brand. Yeah. Yeah. Cindy Washington, this has been a joy. Yeah. And a journey. And yeah. a journey. <laughs> a joyful <laughs> journey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank We're you so, so much for being here. Forward to, wait, what do we say your podcast was called? Tap- called the <laughs> Tapestry. Uh, Talking Tapestry. <laughs> Talking Tapestry with Sydney Washington. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It's going to, oh, it's going to pop. TT with Sid. You, and good. just please have us on. That's all we ask. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, guys. Sydney Washington. We love her. Follow her, see her, mm-hmm. experience her. Experience her. Breathe her in. Her centipede is hot. <laughs> and which is not necessarily a metaphor for the clitoris. And if it we is, we're know. saying it in a non-derogatory way. Yeah, no. It's a celebratory a, way, of course. Yeah, her, her symbolic uh, uh, centipede is hot. Yes. Right? Uh, she is great. Thank you, Sydney, for being here. Thank you, everyone. You're both. Thank you, Dana. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Sam. Sam's not doing anything. He's just sitting there, but he's here. It's yeah. great for him to be here. Thank he's, you, he's Ben Wise, to it. for the music. Yes. Thank you, baby. And uh, happy birthday, Dave. Thank you so much. If you are in Los Angeles, come and uh, cheer me on. I'm going to need you on Sunday. We'll be yes, there. No. Thank you. Yes. Dana will be at mile 13. If you want to meet Dana, she'll be at mile 13. That'll be on Sunset Boulevard, I am told. I may have blacked out before then. We'll see. All right. We'll see you next week. Dave, it's time for round two of our discussion of having a round two. Well, I am sitting erect and I am ready for round two. Get extra confidence in bed with BlueChew.com, the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. My children. Blue Chew is for any guy who wants to enhance their performance and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. Just visit BlueChew.com, get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Homo. Uh-huh. You just pay that $5 shipping. B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W C-H-E-W dot com. Promo code H-O-M-O HOMO. Try it free. F-R-E-E. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Ah, uh, yes. I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. Ah! Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.